It's the dictionary. 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 Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. We are at the top of page 341. I am Spencer. This is the podcast where I read the words and the definitions and the etymology and the synonyms in this book very slowly. And hopefully we have a little bit of fun. I know I am not. I'm not a comedian. I'm not the most entertaining person in the world, but I hope it's at least semi-entertaining, more than uh, the letter A was, where I was just reading this straight and had no fun whatsoever. Let's have some fun. The first word in this episode is detonation. Detonation. D-E-T-O-N-A-T-I-O-N. Noun from 1686. One. The action or process of detonating. Number two. Rapid combustion in an internal combustion engine that results in knocking. What sort of knocking is this? Uh, I mean, I guess when the pistons are going, maybe that's considered the knocking. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's a technical uh, engine car thing term. But yeah, there's a lot of um, explosions that are happening because the gas is combustible and then it gets lit by the thing and then it's it, that's what makes the engine go. And it sounds like this. The next word is detonator. Detonator, detonator, detonator. There's an O-R at the end. It is a noun from 1822. A device or small quantity of explosive used for detonating a high explosive. So the thing that makes this happen... Maybe it's the, you press down the, the, that sort of T-bar, or you hit a button, or you flip a switch. That thing is the detonator, or maybe there's another little device that's attached to the explosive. Probably not that. It's usually just a wire, I think. Um, or just the, the stuff, the stuff that makes it explode. That's also called a detonator. Mm, yeah, I mentioned the Slow Mo Guys YouTube channel, I think, in the previous episode. So if you want to see some stuff uh, blow up and detonate in slow motion, go check out their channel. The next word is detour. Uh, you could also pronounce it detour. Hmm, never heard it pronounced that way. Detour. I say detour. This is the first form of. Noun from 1738, a deviation from a direct course or the usual procedure, especially a roundabout way temporarily replacing part of a route. I have come across so many of these in my life. You, you, you think that you're going to be able to go down the road that you want to go, and then you get there and it's blocked off for some reason. It's a very sad thing. Oh, now I gotta go away. Um, there, I some sometimes if they're doing work on a highway, they will suggest a detour. Uh, but sometimes that's you don't have to take the detour. They're just trying to minimize the traffic in the uh, the construction zone or whatever. There was one time. Uh, let's see, we were traveling in Iceland. Uh, I think this was four years ago. 
and we were trying to get to our Airbnb, and we came up to a bridge, and the bridge was closed, and that was the only way we knew how to go. So luckily, technology, we have phones and GPS and stuff, so we were able to reroute another way. But uh, yeah, it was like, what What are we supposed to do now? We thought this was the only way. We had to go way out of our way to get there, but we figured it out, and I would... I would uh, I would not survive if it weren't for GPS and maps. Uh, yep, that's a detour. You got to go away from where you want to go and come back another way. I think that's about that. Um, this is French, which is probably why some people pronounce it detour, because that sounds kind of French. Um, that means, well, old French, also destour, although they may not say the S, and that is from destourner, which means to divert. So that's literally what a detour is. You are diverting away from the regular route, the normal route, the quickest route. That word, destourner, is from des, or day, plus tourner, which means to turn. And there's more at the word turn. So, I mean, I guess I think divert and turn are very similar. If you're diverting away, you're probably turning away. Uh, so I don't know what the DE exactly does, but now you know that detour uh, basically means uh, turn or divert. <laughs> the next word is the second form of detour. This is a verb from 1836, starting with intransitive, which is to proceed by a detour, as in, detour around road construction. And here is transitive. One, to send by a circuitous route. So in the one context, the first one, I think you are the one who's taking the detour. But in the transitive context, you are sending someone else to go on a detour, to send by a circuitous route, as in, detour traffic around an accident. So maybe a cop is doing this or some other person. Number two, to avoid by going around. And the synonym is bypass. So I guess, um, I guess in that context, you are still the one who's doing the detouring. Uh, the example there is detour an accident site. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you gotta you gotta detour around things using a detour. The next word, <laughs> detox. We've we've heard a lot about this word in the last uh, probably twenty years. I don't think it uh, quite quite is what people think it is. Not that the word isn't what people think it is, but the way that people use it. Uh, they're like, oh, you can detox your system doing this thing. Eh, that's that's not really true. I've heard. But, uh, you know, it's still a word, and we have to reread it. Or we have to read it and talk about it. So detox is a noun. Oh, you can emphasize either syllable. Detox or detox. Noun from 1973. One, detoxification from an intoxicating or addictive substance, as in a detox clinic. People go to the clinic Maybe they, uh, they've they been uh, drinking too much and they need to detox their body 
from the alcohol or there are lots of other things and uh, it's um, you're, because your body is physically addicted to this substance, your body really freaks out uh, in these situations. When you are detoxing your system, you are getting rid of the, the toxins, the toxins in your body, and your body doesn't like that because it likes the toxins, but your body will do much better without the toxins. Two, a detox program or facility as in spent one week in detox. Detox is also a verb. So yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, what 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 do we have to say about this? You you they say that you can detox by drinking a certain thing for a certain amount of days, or only eating this or something, and then it's going to get rid of the stuff in your body. I mean, I, yeah, I'm not so sure if a lot of that is true. Uh, maybe we'll put some information in the show notes if we find something good. But uh, yeah, mm, just use that word with caution is what I'll say. The next word, detoxicate. Um, detoxicate, yes. This is a verb from 1867. And uh, you are right to be confused because... Uh, we, do, we don't really use this. It doesn't say that it's archaic or obsolete. But the first definition is the number one definition for detoxify. And the number two definition is the number two definition for the word detoxify, which will be the next word. Detoxicant is a noun. And detoxication, detoxication, that is also a noun. Um, it is from day plus intoxicate so they took off the in from intoxicate which would be putting the toxins in your body and then they replaced it with the de so that's removing the toxins from the body but for some reason they decided to not use that word and instead use this word detoxify this is a transitive verb from circa 1905 1a to remove a harmful substance or the effect of such from. Okay. Or the effect of such from. So the the removing of the harmful substance like a poison or a toxin or the effects of removing the harmful substance would also be, I guess, the detoxify. 1B, to render harmless and the example of what you are rendering harmless is a harmful substance. Two, to free from an intoxicating or an addictive substance in the body or from dependence on or addiction to such a substance. And the example of a what you are freeing is a drug user or an alcoholic. So you're freeing a drug user or an alcoholic from the intoxicating or addictive substance in the body or the dependence on that substance. Number three, so by the way, one and two, those were the definitions for one and two for detoxicate. Same, same thing. Number three for detoxify, it is the number two definition for the word neutralize. Detoxification is a noun. 
no etymology because uh, because we already know that it's you know toxification and toxify and stuff like that. The next word is detract or detract. Verb from the 15th century starting with transitive. Number one is archaic. To speak ill of. To speak ill of is detract. Maybe the etymology will explain a bit more about why that is what that is and maybe why it's archaic. Number two is also archaic. And it means to take away, detract, to take away. Number three, the synonym is divert. And that's definitely the one that I think of when I think of the word detract, because I don't live in archaic times. As in, detract attention. Let's divert the attention from over there to over here so we can uh, confuse everybody and then go do something while while they're uh, distracted, detracted, and diverted. There is a, an intransitive definition. To diminish the importance, value, or effectiveness of something. And this is often used with the word from, as in, small errors that do not seriously detract from the book. So I guess the book has errors, and maybe they're slight spelling errors or grammatical errors, but they're, they're small enough that, uh, that people can still enjoy the book. Maybe not everybody. Maybe there will still be some people who can't enjoy it because they just can't get past those small errors. Detractor is a noun. Maybe there's a a tractor that's uh, leading people away, diverting them. I I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that one, but I want to see a detractor. A detractor beam? This is from the Latin verb detrahere which means to pull down or disparage from de plus trahere, which means to draw. Uh, pro- probably not draw, literally draw with your hand. It's probably like uh, to like when you draw a gun, pull it out, you know, yeah. So if we look at number one and two, to speak ill of, I'm not seeing a connection. Oh, I guess disparage. Yeah, that's to speak ill of. And then number two is to take away. Um, Pull down is kind of like take away. Yeah, interesting. Mostly we just use it to to divert. Next. Detraction. Noun from the 14th century. One, a lessening of reputation or esteem, especially by envious, malicious, or petty criticism. Synonyms are belittling and disparagement. So there's disparage again for this this word detraction or detract. Um, and you're you're lessening their reputation because you what you you're giving petty criticism. You're envious. You're malicious. Uh, but this is a noun. So the act of lessening the reputation by all of those means is detraction. You are detracting, distracting, diverting people's attention away from one person or thing to something else, but specifically because of, you know, criticism, belittling, disparagement, you know, for those reasons. Number two 
a taking away. Hmm. So it kind of seems like number one and two for detract kind of became one and two for detraction. That's what I think. So number two is a taking away, as in, it is no detraction from its dignity or prestige. And that is a quote from J.F. Golay. G-O-L-A-Y. It is no detraction from its dignity or prestige. So, oh, why do these people have to talk in such a way from all these olden days? Um, not like I talk any better. Um, so it's something about taking away dignity or prestige. Detractive is an adjective and detractively is an adverb. The next word, boom. It is detrain. Yeah, D-E-T-R-A-I-N. In trans, uh, no, just a verb from 1881, starting with intransitive, to get off a railroad train. Just as as you're walking off, you can say, I'm detraining the train. Let's detrain the train. I'm walking off the train, gonna walk on the platform and get my bags. Transitive is to remove from a railroad train. So in the first one, the intransitive, the thing that is getting off the train is is doing it of its own free will, its own legs, ability, whatever it is. But in the second one, the transitive, uh, it is being removed against its will, maybe, from a train. You can detrain yourself, but your bags have to be detrained by you. Detrainment is a noun. Boom. Next is detribalize. The transitive verb from 1920. To cause to lose tribal identity. To cause to lose. So you are causing something else to lose its tribal identity, I think is what that's saying because it's transitive. The synonym is acculturate. There, the word culture is kind of in there, definitely kind of in there. So what is that? You're changing the culture from one thing to another thing. It, they had tribal identity culture, and then they were detribalized, giving them a different culture. Maybe, uh, what, the story of um, uh, Tarzan? Uh, there's, you know, other stories kind of like that. Uh, they took Tarzan away from his gorilla and animal friends and detribalized him so he was all proper and British, right? Is that the story? I think so. Detribalization is a noun. Boom. I used to be able to do that sound pretty well. But it's not great. I don't like it. Detriment is next. Noun from the 15th century. One, the synonyms are injury and damage, as in, did hard work without detriment to his health. Well, that is very impressive, because hard work will probably uh, be a detriment to your health. But if you can do it without that, that's pretty wonderful. Um, Number two, a cause of injury or damage, as in, a detriment to progress. 
So in that one, it's not literally probably an injury or damage to a person or a thing. It's more about, oh, we're trying to make progress. We're trying to move forward. But uh, this thing, this thing keeps on stopping us. And it's, uh, it's halting our progress. It's injuring or damaging our progress. So it's a detriment. We got, well, let's, can we get rid of it, please? This is from the Latin verb deterere, which means to wear away or impair. And this is from de plus terere, which means to rub. And there's more at the word throw. I don't, I don't know. I don't know why that doesn't make sense to me. To wear, I guess if you rub a thing a lot, uh, then it will wear away. You know, you see those sculptures and people have like touched it and if maybe it's bronze and then it's, so that part's shiny or a different color. Um, so that makes sense. Um, there's more of the word throw, and that one I'm not so sure about. Why? Why throw? Moving on. That was terrible. Detrimental. Last word. Uh, D-E-T-R-I-M-E-N-T-A-L. This is the first form. Adjective from 1590. Obviously harmful. It is detrimental. It's very clearly harmful to you or to something. The synonym is damaging, as in the detrimental effects of pollution. We sure are seeing those. I I hear a lot about climate change. I listen to a few science podcasts, and uh, we're we're not looking great. We're not on the right path. We need to change the path because there are very, very detrimental effects of pollution and all of the carbon that we're putting out in the air. A synonym is the word pernicious, which is a wonderful word. Detrimentally is an adverb. That was the first form, second form of detrimental noun from 1831, an undesirable or harmful person or thing is a detrimental. Maybe they are, uh, they're very harmful. Yeah, it says they're a harmful person or thing. They're detrimental. Yeah, definitely never heard a person to be described as a detrimental. That was the last word. Now we got to reread the words and come up with the word of the episode. We had detonation, detonator, Detour, detour, detox, detoxicate, detoxify, detract, detraction, detrain, detribalize, detriment, detrimental, and detrimental. I think that they should do a new version of how to train your dragon and say how to detrain your dragon. Maybe how, how do you get your dragon off of a train? Or how do you make it be feral again i don't know what which one are we gonna pick um i'm kind of liking detoxify just because i think that it is uh very good for people who do have some sort of um uh addictive substance in their body a poison or toxin you know i think it's a really important thing to get rid of those toxins from your body uh so that i do like that 
Um, is there anything else? I'm not a fan of the detribalize. You know, detrain, it's fine. You're getting off a train. Some people really like to be on the train, so they would hate the word detrain. They don't ever want to get off the train. I know some people like that. Detours, not a big fan of the detours. Uh, sure, let's pick detoxify as the word of the episode. And then I have to come up with the song for that, don't I? Is that how this works? Is that what I have chosen to do with my life? Okay, let's do that. Detoxify! Detoxify! Gonna detoxify all the stuff out of my system. Detoxify! All right, that's fine. That's just perfectly fine. That's going to be the end of this episode. Let's go ahead and record another one for you to hear later. This has been Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye. We are coming back for another season, and we are here to answer the hard-hitting questions like, did Jodorowsky's Dune inspire the modern era of sci-fi? Why did we get two Dune video games from the same company in the same year? What was the real reason Disney dropped the production for Nimona? Is it Kingdom of the Sun or Kingdom in the Sun? Why is Sting so miserable? How many monsters did Godzilla fight? Why do studios in the U.S. think it's okay for them to make Godzilla movies? The Haunted Mansion and the Pirates of the Caribbean ride were supposed to be connected? Is Crimson Peak just a reincarnation of Guillermo del Toro's The Haunted Mansion? Was Willem Dafoe really going to be a villain in Treasure Planet 2? And what, what is, is a Star, Star War? War? This season, we answer all these questions and more in the fourth season of How Did This Not Get Made? Starting June 17th, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.